Hey y'all, welcome to Adorn Podcast, where we believe that we are made beautiful by his word. This is episode one. Yay! Yay. I can't believe it. I know, it's so exciting. Hi friends, and welcome to the Adorned Podcast. We're your hosts, Erin and Casey. We would love for you to come join us each week as we discuss what it means to be made beautiful by God's Word. Whether you are a college student walking to class, a mom folding laundry during nap time, or a boss babe sitting in rush hour traffic, we hope that we can encourage and inspire you to pursue a deeper understanding of the Bible. So we want to today introduce ourselves, let you get to know us a little bit, talk about how we got here, how we started the podcast, um, how it was actually Casey's husband's idea, believe it or not, Yep. (laughs) (laughs) and then also give you a little intro into our first series, which will be coming up next episode. So let's get started. You want to get to know us? Let's talk about Casey. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Okay, so I grew up in a small town in northeast Texas called Greenville. You might know it. You probably don't. (laughs) Not too far from Dallas. I have one younger brother, Carson, and... Um, we grew up in a Christian home. We were at church anytime the doors were open. We came to know Jesus at early ages, both me and my brother did. And this is kind of a funny story, but as a teen, I would actually skip school, but I would skip school to go to church and hang out <laughs> with my friends in the youth pastor's office. He was a really cool guy that loved superheroes. There were superheroes everywhere and that was like a second home and so my parents couldn't really get on to me because I was skipping school to go to church so that was yeah exactly so that's just a little snippet of how I grew up that's awesome so tell me about how you met Jonathan so I met Jonathan in algebra class and he laughs because I was a sophomore and he was a junior so that he says that kind of tells about his math skills. <laughs> we met in algebra class and then we started dating a couple of years later. Uh, we got married pretty young, age 20 and 22. Mm-hmm. And I was actually still in the process of getting my nursing degree from Baylor. He was a worship pastor. And um, just over the next few years, the Lord led us to move down to Round Rock, and we are at the fellowship here in Round Rock, which we absolutely love, and we have wonderful community here, and we love it so much. And yeah, so that's how I met Jonathan. Awesome. How many kids do you have? We have three sweet little girls. Cadence is eight, Lydia is five, and Juliana is almost two. I cannot believe it. I can't believe she's almost two. It has just flown by so fast. I always say that, but it's so true. And then we also have Isaac. He was born in 2011, and he had trisomy 13, and he lived for about two hours on earth before going to be with um, Jesus in heaven. So those are our kiddos. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yes, I love sharing Isaac's story, and I can't wait to maybe share a little bit more about him in the future on the show. Yes, yes, for sure. And which season would you say that God has grown you the most? As I alluded to a little bit, I've experienced some some pretty big loss in the past 10 years. There's been some other people who are very, very dear to me other than my son that we have lost. But um, even through that, the Lord has used that to grow me and to teach me about his character and to just really grow closer to him. Um, so yeah, through those losses, I have it's been a season of a lot of heartache and a lot of sadness, but also a season of a whole lot of growth. Wow, it's beautiful. Yeah, so Erin, tell me a little bit about you and where you grew up and what life was like at your home as a child. 
Well, um, to give you a quick insight, I'm a middle child, so, and I pretty much fit the middle child mold. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> basically. Anyone who is a middle child or knows a middle child knows exactly <laughs> what that means. Um, but yes, I'm a middle child of three girls. I grew up in San Diego, um, just like Casey, in a Christian home, um, loving parents. My parents actually celebrated their 32nd anniversary yesterday, and my dad, his Facebook post like is the cutest thing ever it's like a bunch of selfies of them like they're just still so in love and like that's just such a such a huge blessing in my life um so a lot of stability growing up um in San Diego yeah so a lot of time spent at the beach and so jealous (laughs) yeah it's it was I had a great a great upbringing I mean nothing's perfect obviously there was obviously trials and things but um I do consider myself very blessed So tell us a little bit about how you met your husband, Taylor, and what your journey to marriage and your relationship looked like. So I think it's so funny that um, God has brought Casey and I together because we have similar stories, both high school sweethearts with our husbands, um, which again is another huge blessing, undeserved. And uh, we met at 16 also, uh, junior year of high school in Taylor hates when I tell the story, but I'm going to tell it anyway because I think it's funny. So Maybe he won't listen. Maybe he won't. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. He's not going to listen. We know that's a lie. <laughs> but um, I was walking. It was the middle of class, and I was t- going to the bathroom, walking through our high school, and he was walking back from the bathroom. And I just so happened to apparently step on some sort of ketchup packet or something like that. <laughs> Goodness. As he was walking by, you guys, I could not have done this if I tried. And this sounds made up, but it's totally not. And when I stepped on the ketchup packet, it exploded all over him. Like, what are the odds of that happening? I don't even know. But that first day, he thought I did it on purpose, and he thought I was laughing at him. And so he did not like me very much the Aww, first time. Poor guy. I know. Oh, poor Taylor. Um, but then um, we had a few classes together, and he got to know me and know that the reason I was laughing when that happened wasn't because I did it on purpose but just because I find everything very funny and um, and that would be a pretty funny moment I have to say it was funny but (laughs) anyways um all that to say yeah we started dating in high school and um at the time he wasn't a believer so that kind of speaks to where my walk was at the time with the Lord and um just a beautiful story of God's working through his life and um then we got married young also right after we graduated college we got married and um, lived in a tiny tiny little guest house and then um, he went to paramedic school and so once he graduated from paramedic school we moved here to Texas Um, we were pregnant with twins at the time and my doctor told me you can't move and I said don't tell me I can't do something because then I'm gonna do it you don't want to tell Aaron that nope (laughs) not a good idea yeah so then we moved here to Texas and man it's just been the best decision of our lives. God has grown us together here as a family and just, um, we've loved living here. We feel like we should have lived here our whole life. We love it in Texas. So tell me a little bit about your two sweet, precious, adorable twin girls. (laughs) I think they're pretty cute. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so we have identical twin girls. That was a huge surprise. I know everybody wants to ask, were you surprised? Did it happen naturally? That's always everybody's question. And uh, yeah, we were super surprised. Um, it runs in our family, but little fact for you, identical twins is random. It doesn't run in families. So it's just everybody has the same chance of having identical twins. I did not know that. But now That's I do. interesting. Yeah. So they're four and they are crazy and sweet. I think equal parts of both. Yes, they are. 
they're adorable. So Aaron, what season has the Lord um, used in your life the most? I would say looking back, it's always hard to tell when you're in the seasons, but I would say looking back, probably since moving here um, and having kids, the Lord has really just drawn me in in ways that he's never done before. I think a lot of that comes with moving somewhere where you don't know anyone and also just having kids. I mean, if you have kids, you can give me an amen on that. It's very sanctifying. Amen. Um, It's very sanctifying because you have to grow in patience and grace and all that, but it's also such a great way for the Lord to show you his unconditional love for you because you feel that same unconditional love for your kids. Mm, So I would say since having kids, probably. I love that. Yeah. Um, So tell me a little bit about what your heartbeat is, Casey. So I just really feel drawn to help women to find their identity in the Lord through um, his word, the Bible, good godly community, because man, we have an amazing community and it has just been life changing to me. And I desire to see that for other people too. And true discipleship, growing in the Lord together. Um, I know we live in a fallen world full of heartache. I no heartache firsthand. I have experienced it and it's so hard, but I just really believe that no matter what our circumstance is, that when we have Jesus, we can have true, genuine joy. And so that's, Mm. that's where my heartbeat is in life. That's so beautiful. What about you, Erin? Um, I want to just ditto everything you said because I, it's so beautiful. And now I'm like super on board with that heartbeat. Um, but I would say if I had to sum mine up, I'd probably put it into two categories. I would say, um, just biblical literacy, just knowing the word. I have like a hunger for the word and I want um, all the women to feel encouraged to be able to approach the word with confidence and joy in the Lord. Um, but then my other one would be from Titus 2 and I'll read the verse. It's Titus 2. Um, we'll start with the end of three and then four and five. So it says, you are to teach what is good. And so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands so that the word of God may not be reviled or reviled is a weird word, but so that the word of God may not be, um, it's a better word for reviled. Thwarted? That's not even a better word really, (laughs) but just so that the word of God can be put on display. Yes. Yes. Glorified. Um, Yes. Yes, Yes. exactly. And I just, I love that verse because I think it's very practical and you can look at it and you can kind of check how you're doing. Okay, love my husband. How am I loving my husband today? Or um, cherishing your children. What does that look like to actually cherish your children? So I think it, I really just have a heartbeat for everything it says in that verse, but also the first part where it says you are to teach what is good. So I think um, kind of what you were saying about discipleship, where it needs, you need someone to come alongside you who's a little bit further ahead than you that can kind of say, this is what it looks like to love your husband. And this is what it looks like to cherish your kids and to be kind. And and then also in turn, turning and doing that with someone who's younger than you. Yes. So discipleship. Yeah. Is, so um, important. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to do something fun. We're going to move into random facts. This is probably my favorite part of today's show because, as my husband lovingly says, I have a lot of quirks. So I have a lot of random facts to share with you guys. But I honestly, <laughs> I, love I love, like, you know those things that go around Facebook, Casey, that are like, here's five random facts yes. about me. I love those. I love those, too. I, I always read, read them, and I'm like, somebody oh, yeah. tag me too. in it so I can do it, too. <laughs> no. So yes. um, we thought it'd be fun to do something like that so you can get um, just a glimpse into the fact that we are normal and quirky like yes. You. Um, so Casey, give me a random fact about you. Okay. So the first one would be my first car was a yellow Volkswagen Beetle. 
And believe it or not, I even had the 70s flower magnets yes. on the side of yes. it. Oh, my goodness. I miss that car so much. But mom life and, yeah, it's just not practical Did anymore. Did people always punch you? Didn't you play that game? Like you punch somebody when, <laughs> when they see one. Yeah. Um, no, I usually didn't get punched, but I'm sure other people got punched because, <laughs> because of, of you. my car. You were the reason for their violence. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that car. It had a sunroof and had the little flower in the vase. and oh. I can totally see you driving that. Oh, like that yes. totally fits you. Yes, I loved it. That's, really I, that's what I wanted and my daddy made it happen. So Aww. love you, dad. <laughs> Shout out to the dad. <laughs> okay, so what about you, Erin? What's um, something my first one's not super fun like that so um I am terrified like I'm not being dramatic here like I get sweaty (laughs) I my heart starts beating really fast of anything in a mask and I'm not talking like at the circus or a scary you know like haunted house I'm talking like if I can't see my four-year-old's face Okay, where in the world did that come from? Okay, this is legit, though. This is legit because when I was, oh, goodness, I don't even know, maybe 13, we went to Hollywood where there's this one street where if you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about, by the Chinese theater Mm -hmm. where everybody dresses up so you can take pictures with them kind of stuff. it's creepy. It is pretty creepy. creepy. I have to say. Yes. And this one, it was like a Spider-Man and I was with my friends and they had an older brother and the brother wanted to take a picture with Spider-Man and I was like, I don't want to do that. And so I turned and started to walk away and I think he knew I was nervous or something because then he started following me and and I started running. And so he started chasing me and I don't know where I'm going. It's the middle of Hollywood and I just ran for dear life and went into this like store that was there and tried to hide. But he legit chased me. So ever since since then I think I was 13 ever since then like even when I worked was a teacher and the kindergartners would come in on Halloween with their little costumes I'd be like I'm sorry you have to take it off I can't do it oh my goodness that's so funny and so sad (laughs) at the same time I guess it is equal parts funny and sad now that now that I'm kind of over it but yeah so there's one fun fact about me that's awesome (laughs) all right give me another one Casey okay so I am currently doing something that I said I would never, ever, ever do. That's exciting. I am homeschooling my children. Mm-hmm. Talk about scary and exciting at the same time. Yeah, But that's we've been true. doing it for, this is our third year, and we just absolutely love it. Okay, so give me one funny story about homeschooling. Okay, so this happened recently, and I put it on Facebook, and people thought it was pretty funny. But I asked Lydia one night, just randomly, Lydia, what is your favorite Bible verse? And she says, John 1. And I said, okay, can you can you say it for me? And she said, well, would you like to hear it in English or in Latin? <laughs> and I just could not help but laugh because, I mean, that's something we've been working on in homeschool, but it was just, it was awesome so and it was funny. And, and she's then five. She, yes, and she's five. <laughs> and she proceeded to say it in Latin that's for so me. Great. So that's I'm so like, great. We're yeah. going to have to have her on the show speaking in Latin to teach us all something. Yes. So that's so funny. We that's love a great it. story. It's fun. <laughs> so tell me um, the next interesting fact about you, Erin. Um, so I love, love climbing trees. So, so you're a monkey. I am a monkey. <laughs> Actually, Lydia one time said that I'm two thirds monkey or something like that. <laughs> Leave it to Lydia. So I have a hashtag on Facebook that says life with Lydia. So you should She's follow great. it. She's great. Yeah. But yeah. So climbing trees. Have you ever fallen out of a tree? No, I have not. Actually, well, I'm good. pretty good at climbing trees. That's good. But that's another funny story that 
is another random thing about me is that I haven't fallen out of a tree, but I have fallen out of a chairlift. You have got to be kidding me. You did not. <laughs> yeah. One time it was like, they have those small ones sometimes and I snowboard <laughs> and my husband skis. So it's a different, I don't know. He gets to sit forward. And when you mm-hmm. snowboard, your legs are all awkward because your snowboard's hanging off. And so we started going and I, th- I must have accidentally sat on his lap or something and tried to accidentally <laughs> accidentally <laughs> quotes. Um, but then I tried to scoot over or something and I just ripped right out of the ski lift into the ground and it's so funny because obviously what is he gonna do he's just gonna keep going but in my head I was like why didn't he jump off and save me <laughs> That is so awesome. Ridiculous. Did you, did it hurt? Like, no, it wasn't. We were, no. <laughs> Surprisingly, no. I've broken a lot of bones. That should have been one of my interesting facts, but this wasn't one of those. No, oh we goodness. weren't all the way up, and the, it was like fresh snow. So it was just kind of like boing into a pillow. <laughs> you don't into boing a into a pillow. <laughs> I love that. Oh, word. Squish into a pillow? Yeah. Yeah, I guess squish is a better word. Oh. No, no, I wasn't hurt. I was fine. Well, good. That's great. But you weren't hurt. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. (laughs) All right. Give me another one. Okay. So our family loves traveling all over the United States. Mm -hmm. And we like to travel by car. Mm. Believe it or not, even with three little kids. Yes. Road trips are pretty much our jam. Um, We've been to Pennsylvania. And we're going again in a couple of months. And New York, California, Florida. But our favorite place to travel to is Colorado. Mm. We love going to Colorado. So speaking of Colorado, um, this is another fun fact about me. My husband and I actually climbed the highest mountain in Colorado a couple of summers Really? Ago. Tell we me did. about that. Mount, was it fun? Mount Albert. So it was interesting. I made it most of the way. Interesting. Yes, interesting. I made it most of the way before I started hallucinating. Oh, goodness. And I decided that I probably should not go any further. Yeah, hallucinating is not a good idea. Yeah, I think it was the thin air and... Oh, yeah. I mean, if you know me, you know I am not an athletic person. (laughs) So deciding to climb this mountain was kind of just a crazy whim. And I had actually trained. I'd been running and stuff. But we live in Texas. Elevation, like, It's a different ballgame. And so the lack of oxygen just got to me. And so I stopped um, at about... 1,300 feet, so... 13,000. 13,000. <laughs> Obviously, I know what I'm doing. Obviously, 13,000 feet is about where I stopped. So I made it pretty far. Um, and Jonathan, I told Jonathan, you've got to go to the rest of the way. You've got to. So I stopped, and I was just going to wait where I was from him, and I was above tree line, and a storm came. And oh, it no. it started lightning and oh, my thundering. Goodness. And so I ran as fast as I could down the tree line. And of course, our cell phones weren't working. Oh my so goodness, I was Casey. pretty sure we were both just going to die on top of that <laughs> mountain. And my grandparents were going to be stuck with my, at the time, two small little girls. And I was just crying and crying and talking to this squirrel that was, no, it wasn't a squirrel. a squirrel. It was a chipmunk. <laughs> I was talking to this chipmunk that was sitting beside me and telling the chipmunk how I was so scared and I thought I was going to die, but obviously I didn't and we made it back down in the pouring rain, like four hour oh hike my back goodness. down. So that was a great story. Needless to say, I will not be climbing any mountains anytime soon. Now Jonathan has gone on to climb more mountains and I'm super proud of him and I will cheer him along, yes. but I think he'll have to go without me. So you'll not climb any mountains and I won't go 
down Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a plan. Those are our boundaries. <laughs> Those are our boundaries. Yes. So, what what else about you, Erin? What else is is um, a quirk or a fun story? So Taylor, my husband. Um, this is not my fun fact, but I'm going to tell you this anyway. That we both have names that could be boy names or girl names. Yes, Taylor I and Erin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can attest to this because the first couple times we came to Life Group, um, people <laughs> couldn't remember which yes, one of us was yes. Taylor and which one was Erin. I remember that. <laughs> so that's always funny. People are like, which one's yes. Taylor? Which one's Erin? But anyway, so my little story is that Taylor first told me he loved me at our high school homecoming, which I think is kind of a fun story. Um, there's not that much to it, except that we were, we had just turned 17 and we had officially been boyfriend and girlfriend, you know how it is in high school, Oh yes. for like maybe a month or two at the most. And um, yeah, that was exciting and fun because I thought, you know, I always figured I'd be the first person to say it. it seems like a girl thing to do. I don't know. but So the question is, did you say it back? Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. Well, I guess I should say that. No, I did not leave him, <laughs> leave him hanging. And I, I've asked him like... Now that we've been together for 12 years, I've asked him, like, why did you say that that night? You know, I just wanted to know. And he was like, because I loved you. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a good that makes sense. That's that. a good reason. Yeah. 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 So is there anything else about you that you would like us um, to know? I have a lot of food intolerances. The can- I can't technically call them allergies because I don't go, like, in the anaphylactic shock or anything like that but I've um, had to cut a lot of food out of my diet and a lot of people think I make it up but all my food intolerant friends can give me a woot woot that you just feel better when you cut stuff out sometimes so I can't have dairy or gluten or red meat or shellfish or pork is that all of them I think that's all of them yeah, I think that's it. And you try to eat low sugar. Yeah, I'm also not supposed, the doctor told me I'm not really supposed to have sugar, but that's so, hard. So, what do you like to eat? Because I know you're a foodie. You I love do. good I love food. food. So, I tell do. us some of your favorite foods. Um, French fries. Yes, I knew that was going to be number one. Um, French fries is my favorite food. Um, I would say probably I eat a lot of ground turkey and I eat a lot of chicken and vegetables and fruit and um, that's mostly Which what is I good eat. for you anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. really have a very healthy diet. Yeah. But hopefully some of y'all can relate to that because the struggle is real. Yes. I know a lot of people are cutting things out of their diets. So what are some of your favorite things? So I love good coffee, baths, and candles. Those are some of my favorite things. Do you have a favorite coffee? I do. Well, I like a whole bunch of different coffees, but right now I'm really loving Americanos with moon milk from moon Summer milk. Moon. Yes. What is moon milk? It is this creamy, heavenly sweetness that they won't tell you exactly what it is because <laughs> they don't want to release their secret. Uh-huh. But it is just, it's heaven in a cup, but I'm sure it's not that great for me, but that's okay. <laughs> But the thing I really love about, and I put in quotes, coffee, is that I'm usually having coffee with someone I love, whether it's hmm. a date with Jonathan or yeah. whether it's with my girlfriends on our Monday night, um, coffee dates, uh, friendships, girlfriends have always been super, super important to me. Hmm. And that actually kind of leads me into how Aaron and I met. Jonathan, actually, one Sunday after church, he told me, he knows how important girlfriends are to me, and he said, Casey, you are never going to believe this. I met this girl today, and she's pregnant with twins, Mm -hmm. and 
you're going to be best friends. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? And how do you know this? And he was like, I just, I just know. I just know you're going to get along great. And I invited them to our life group. And I He told probably him, had pity because I was giant pregnant and we knew no one. Yeah. And he was like, oh, she needs a friend. No, I really <laughs> think he could, he could just tell. But he said, I invited them to my, our life group. And I said, oh, babe, like we don't have any room in our life group. And they're about to add two more kids. Like, are you sure? And he said, just trust me on this. Just trust me. So that is how we ended up meeting. And the rest is kind of history. That was four and a half years ago. Can you believe crazy. it? Four That's and a half so years. Crazy. Part of it seems like just yesterday, but then part of it seems like a lifetime. Yeah, that's it's hard true. to yeah, remember true. our families not knowing each other. But um, yeah, so we just became super good friends after that. We have a really close group of girlfriends. And I cannot imagine doing life without all of our girlfriends. And so I mentioned our coffee date nights. Uh, every week we get together with some girlfriends and just kind of talk about life, the ups and downs and ins and outs of being wives and mamas. And um, so one Monday night we were having coffee and everybody else had left and it was just Aaron and I at the house. And we just started talking about some of our passions and some of our, the things that the Lord has recently laid on our heart. And we were talking about how we just really love digging into the word and how we love learning some deeper theology, which people might think is kind of weird because we're just stay at home moms. We, change diapers and Mm -hmm. wash clothes and cook meals. We aren't seminary students. We're not um, theologians or anything like that, but but the Lord's just given us a deep hunger for his word and we know we're not alone. Right. And so we were sitting there talking about this, just going back and forth, back and forth, talking about how we can help women get this information that they so deeply are desiring and hungering for and go deeper than just the surface topical stuff because knowing God and knowing who he is through his word is just so important. So we were just kind of brainstorming and something kept popping into my head, something Jonathan had mentioned a few months before and he had just randomly said one day, Casey, I think you're going to have a podcast. And that just kept coming back over and over. So I just mentioned it to Aaron. I said, you know, one way for us to get this out there and to really encourage women in their walk with Jesus and in their journey to know him more and to really dive into the scripture, one way we could do that is to start a podcast. Kind of, I mean, what do you think about it? And if you know Aaron, she knows that she is, she takes everything from zero to 60. So I'm going to let her talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, I think the first thing we need to note is uh, thanks, Jonathan, because <laughs> you brought us together, first of all, and then also this was your idea. So thanks, Jonathan. Um, and like Casey said, we were just talked and we've been realizing that um, God has just put this hunger in us and that, like Casey said, we're not the only ones. Like I've been noticing in the local church and just um, through social media that women have a hunger for God's word. And I think sometimes they don't really know what to do with that. Um, I think the local church is a wonderful resource for Bible studies and discipleship. And I think sometimes we are like, okay, well, if I can't make it to church or while I'm folding laundry or while I'm walking to college class, like what's something I could do to be deepening my understanding of God and his word? Um, that can kind of come to me. So when Casey came to me with this idea about a podcast, I thought, well, yes, 
that's the perfect that's the perfect avenue to um, help women in their understanding of God's word. So we both just kind of left that night and thought we should just pray about it and ask God to give us a really clear vision on what to do with this podcast. So we, on our own, separately prayed about it, yeah. wrote out our visions, and um, when we came together, I just couldn't believe how God ordained it was. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. I mean, almost word for word, our visions were the same, mm-hmm. and. I think we were both kind of speechless. Yeah, because we had only talked about it that one night. We had, and it's one of those things where it's kind of like, okay, are we just jumping on this podcast bandwagon? I mean, we both love listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. and I feel like there have been a few that have just really been instrumental in our walk right. with Jesus. And so are we just like, well, we love it so much, we want to do it too? Mm-hmm. Or is this really a God thing? But when we came together and our visions lined up so clearly – it was very obvious that, okay, we should take the next step. So um, the vision that we kind of came up with, I'm going to read it actually word for word just because we feel like each part of it is important. And so our vision for the Adorned Podcast is to encourage women to cultivate a love for the word, to dispel common misconceptions, myths, and excuses when it comes to biblical literacy and theology, and to ignite a desire in our listeners to discover God's truths for themselves. So good. Yes, I love it, and I think that um, I pray that God uses it to really bless other women's lives. Right, yeah, that's awesome. So then um, once we were over the shock of how God ordained and perfectly our visions aligned, um, we decided to just spend some time trying to come up with how do we fit that vision into a name for the podcast. Um, So we were sitting on my couch until about 1130 just really trying to come up with a word that summarized what our heart is for for this podcast and what we want um, what we think God wants to do with it and so we wanted it to come from scripture and um, like I already mentioned Titus 2 is a huge part of my heartbeat so Titus 2 starts with um, it says teach what accords with sound doctrine so when we read that we were like yes that's what we want to do we want to know sound doctrine we want to understand sound doctrine we want to encourage others to learn sound doctrine um, so then we just kept reading through Titus 2 and then it goes on to say, Um, in verse 10, that in everything may adorn the doctrine of God, our savior. And that word adorn just jumped out to both of us. Um, So we looked it up and what it actually means, according to Google, um, is to be made more beautiful or attractive. So um, we just thought that uh, God's word and the study of God, which is theology, is what makes us more beautiful and not makes us more beautiful for vanity or anything like that. But it just makes us more beautiful to make God and his gospel more beautiful and attractive to others so that when we learn who he is and we study his um, his character and just through all the study of his word and his doctrine and theology, that in turn we love him more and we walk according to his ways and that people will see that and want to know what it is that brings us joy and patience and grace and what makes us different. And that way we're putting him on display. I just love that so much. I mean, what woman doesn't desire to be more beautiful? Right, right. And his word is what really brings out that beauty. And I just, oh, I just love it. And so when we landed on this name, it was just another moment that we were like, okay this is this is what it is so we are super excited and I cannot believe we're already at the end of episode one and so in future episodes some things we want to talk about we're going to have different series and these series will range from topics such as biblical literacy theology the trinity baptism the church um just 
a lot of different deep theological questions that you may be wondering about or maybe you haven't wondered about, but we would like to um, just bring up these topics that you might not just discuss in your everyday Bible study at church. And so we also hope from time to time to bring in a special guest into our conversation to offer a different perspective. Yeah, we thought it would be a good idea to bring in a different perspective from time to time because like we said before, we're just stay-at-home moms that have a hunger for God's Word. So we've been studying these topics and um, having these theological discussions that we want to share with you and encourage you to study more. But we just want to remind you that we're not seminary trained. Um, We just have a passion for God's word and we want to share that with you. So we thought it'd be a good idea from time to time to bring someone in that maybe has a little different experience with those certain subjects. Absolutely. Yes. That's something we definitely want you to remember is that we are not experts on these topics. We're We're just, just like you. Yes. We're just like you are. And we're just mamas with a desire to know God deeper. And so definitely keep that in mind and open the Bible. That is the whole point of right. this podcast yep. is to inspire you to open your Bible and see to if what we're saying is God's true. Word. Exactly. Yeah. And there are other resources and supplements that, that help you understand God's word. But the primary source that you need to go to is, is his word, yep. is the Bible. Yep. And that's what we really want to focus on with this podcast. So with that being said, our very first series is Woo-hoo. going to be on biblical literacy. And we are so excited about this. And mm. maybe you don't know what that means because I honestly didn't. Um, not It wasn't that long ago that I learned what that exactly means. And it just means reading and understanding the Bible. So over the next few weeks, we'll discuss more about what it is, um, why biblical literacy is important, and why you should dig into the Bible, and how to do that in your life, how to make it a practical priority in Mm. your everyday life, no matter what season you're in. That's good. So we thought we'd leave you guys today. Um, we're so sad to leave, but excited to come back next week Yes. Um, with just our prayer for you. And um, our prayer for you is summed up pretty well in this quote by John Piper. Um, our prayer is that you will be women of the book, book with a big B for Bible, <laughs> that you be women of the book who love and study and obey the Bible in every area of its teaching, that meditation on biblical truth will be the source of hope and faith and that you continue to grow in understanding through all the chapters of your life. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, and most importantly, share with a friend. The beautiful music that you've heard on this episode today is by the incredibly talented Katie Cox. Worthy to